Hello, listeners of the BureauClockAustralia.com podcast. Just wanted to let you know there was a few technical issues in the first 12 and a half minutes of this podcast. They sort themselves out. We sort of thought that it would be best to leave it in as it is because it's not unlistenable, but it is mildly unpleasant if you're used to our smooth editing and dulcet tones. So it fixes itself at about the 12 and a half minute mark and otherwise enjoy. Welcome back to the Beer O'Clock Podcast. I'm Dylan Spoon. My name is Norris. And we're here to bring you outdated news and important news. Where? <laughs> of Oz 100. It's a bit of a special edition this time. Um, obviously, it's something we follow with reasonable interest. Yeah. And it's always fun to break down afterwards. And I don't know, we weren't quite right up and running this time last year. Or we would No, we were. I think I think we skimmed over it briefly in an episode. That yeah, sounds like us. But mate, we're we're gonna go a bit deeper this time, so if you're not interested in the hottest one hundred, you can turn this off right now. Because that's all we're doing. (laughs) And thanks for the play and we'll see you next time. (laughs) But uh, so we we sort of had some predictions beforehand, we sort of did a bit of a time capsule thing, just shot each other some very off the cuff predictions. Not particularly in depth, and as you'll see... Uh, Some of us under the uh, influence of prescription painkillers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all a rich tapestry of um, what makes up our thoughts. And, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll go with... I guess we'll just start off with a few of our predictions. Um, should we go top five? I think top sure? five and then... So your top five was Stonewood Pacific, Ben Spoke Crankshaft... Bridge Road, Beechworth, Pale, Bolter XBA and Stomping Ground, Gibbs Street. Yeah. And mine was Crankshaft number one, uh, Stonewood Pacific Hour, Bridge Road, Beechworth, Kaiju Crush and Bolter XBA. Um, I mean, as we'll see, we'll sort of get to the top ten, but definitely mixed results in there. Yeah, we all knew Bolter would fall somewhat. Yeah, and it's just whether and the, raise, the rise in votes would counteract that and, yeah. And basically what we discovered was that Pacific Ale and Bolter must have been a long way out in front of Crankshaft. Yeah, and then that's that was the only way it really makes any sense. Yeah, that's, I think, what we have to take from that result. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, so we had Biggest Rise and you had Stomping Ground Gip Street. Um, Stomping Ground coming in for the first time after previously being involved with the organisation. Yeah, so I put that in there thinking they'd be top ten and that's not a ridiculous thing, um, and we can talk about that when we get in to that. In detail. Yeah. I said Colonial IPA just from personal experience who finished just outside the 100 last year yeah. at 101. Um, you said we had brewery rise similarly. Um, you said filter. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a good shout. And I said Moondog mostly because of Moondog World opening. Yeah. Which was just such a... Caught on with so many non-beer people, which perhaps maybe wasn't the best reason to vote for them because non-beer people probably didn't vote in this. But I, And I think that's what has played out here. Yeah. Um, biggest fall was Bolter for a beer. Sorry, I should say. Biggest fall for a beer. You had Bolter IPA, which I thought was a great call. Um, and I had Vault Pines Pale. And um, neither of us particularly covering ourselves in glory. No. Yours was slightly better than At mine. least mine went down. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Uh, brewery for you had Bolter. Yeah, and I've which, cl- clearly misread the room there. <laughs> yeah, that's um, I had, and I had Pirate Life, which was a, um, amazing. Um, yeah, probably 
my best call in a long time. Uh, Dark Horse, you had Bodrigi, which I thought was a great call, but as we'll sort of discuss later on, Victoria perhaps has a few. Yeah, little... I thought they were pushing harder than most in the yes. marketing sort of stuff, and, yeah, I'm slightly surprised by it. And I mean, we can mention that Cosmic Microwave was their beer that got into the 200, and that was about 185. Yeah. They didn't get any in the 100 because I'm not going to. And the Cosmic Microwave making it is weird out of all of them. I would have thought maybe Staunch or Blinker might have got it right. They were pushing on their socials for Cosmic Microwave or for Utropia, that new pale. Oh, well, that's sort of, that's where it's weird marketing. It's really strange. Yeah. Although that Utropia, I think, could be one for next year. But yeah, that's what I mean. It's so new, though. Like, you've really oh, no, it's got weird. to have a bit of an establishment. I said Source was a dark horse, and they had two, neither of which broke into the 100. Um, 131. <laughs> Well, you know, it was a dark horse. We were not kind of meant to be. No. Right. It was meant to be a brewery that we liked that we thought might have a bit of an impact. There's a chance something might happen. Yeah. Uh, we both said for most beers in the 100, we said Ben Spoke, who had six. And so normally we'd be right. Yeah. And it, I couldn't think of anyone else who would be, and then turns out that, you know, Volta was there. Uh, we should just mention Volta now because, I mean, we can go through... We're going to talk I'm about sure we'll talk about Boulder at length. <laughs> but they've they got eight in there, which is equal most ever. ever. Yeah. Um, bullshit calls. Um, you had four deeds between 30 and 100. You, they got four in the 200. Yeah. So my logic was that they split their fun. vote. Yeah, and they so did. They, they did. did. I got that. Um, just clearly not as much of a follow And again, that's probably another Victoria thing yeah. where thinking Victoria-centric, but the votes perhaps aren't there like they used to be. Um, you had most breweries represented in a hottest 100, which I thought was a really good call, and we started really well. And that was a bullshit call with no research. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when I subsequently did the research, I probably should have known that was going to be wrong, but that's fine. Still 45 is a good number. Yeah, it was things like Bolter getting eight, yeah. Ben Spoke getting six. There were quite a few that's, sixes. That's already, yeah, that's a, that's a big amount taken already. Your um, mate's getting four? Yeah, which we'll, is just... We'll get to that. Weird. Um, Northeast Victorian Brewers to make it due to fires. I thought this was a really good call, but only Bridge Road made it in the 200. Yeah. But the, <laughs> Bridge Road had, I think, eight in the 200 or something. Yeah, but it is interesting. Like, I thought it was good, but again, maybe a bit of lag in terms of voting. Yeah, I think so. Maybe next People had already voted. Yeah. That sort of stuff. And also, maybe not enough pushing. There's no distro. Yeah. I saw a couple of posts about, I'll vote for us in the, in the 100, you know, from breweries in affected areas. Yeah. A couple of them. Clearly they didn't quite push that hard enough or don't so have a big maybe following. Bright or Blizzard. Or Bright something. had a couple further down in, like, those indie polls yeah, or new yeah. polls and things like that. Um, mine were one of the big classics to fall out completely, and this is fairly open. So I did say Hop Hog, Four Pines Pale, or Pirate Life Double IPA. Pirate Life Double IPA did. Yep. Fall out of the 100, um, but it was in the 200 and 134. Four Pines Power went up, Hot Dog went up. Um, range to sneak a beer in. Um, I was pretty happy with them getting that Mr. Banks collaboration in 98. Yeah. Just because that was a real bull crap call. That yeah. Was no, that, cool. that was the purpose of the, uh, yeah. the bullshit calls. And then Wildflower to also get in, and that was pretty obvious it didn't happen. And that was more of a, a hope. Yeah, that wasn't a real, no. really sticker. <laughs> They didn't even make the 200 yet, no. as if to prove that point. Um, so you want to just jump to the 100 and start, you can sort of break it down? Yeah, I think um, so. We're sort of just going to... Run through the 100. Yeah, quickly-ish. Uh, turn at a time, and we'll just sort of maybe, just any thoughts that come to mind, I guess. Yeah, basically. I think that's the plan. But a lot of preparation's gone into this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so look, we're trying to be more timely than usual. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Take the narrow, get it out in April. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the first 10, um, this is 100 to 91, and I'll go from 100 to 91. Hash um, the Magic Dragon by Batch, Donny by Your Mates, Participation Award, which is fairly apt named when you go at 98. So good. For Range, Mr. Banks and Mr. West. We um, also ticked off your little... Uh, yeah, Range. Call. Which is nice. Um, Bridge Road Bling... Uh, Mountain Goat Sumrail, Akasha's Corbin D, Double IPA, Bruhaha's Strawberry Rhubarb Sour, Green Beacon's Windjammer, Akasha's Mosaic IPA, and Four Pines India Summer Ale. Um, so I guess the big one there for me was Green Beacon, Windjammer. Yeah. That's a, that's a massive dramatic fall. fall. Yeah, I would have tipped that to probably be top 30 or so. People have been saying even before the sale that the beer was going down. It has in a little bit. I haven't had a Windjammer as good condition. As, no, I haven't had a yeah. good one. Even fresh ones don't tend to taste as good. I don't love them. Yeah, I, I've never, I mean, and you would never been super big into Jammer fans. I think we've always been more into crankshaft and fixation and, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was, that is a dramatic fall. That's 73 places down from last year where they finished 20. Um, Four Pines India Summer. Is one of these beers that really interests me. It constantly seems to make these. Yeah, I'm really confused who votes for that. Because yeah. it's a little challenging. It's not challenging, but it's a little challenging. I doubt that it's real entry-level people voting for it. Yeah, I like it, um, but it is, it's a pretty nothing. Yeah. Beer. Like, it's, yeah. But, I mean, a few of these are. Um, it's good to see stuff like, I don't know, Mountain Goat Summer. Yep. That's back in. Because Mountain Goat didn't get anything in last year. Yeah. And so maybe this will be a preview of Pirate Life, possibly. Maybe. Once the dust settles a bit. Um, and we had two sours in the first 10, which sort of I was a bit excited about. I'm like, oh, this looks this is promising. Promising. Yeah, and then turns out that was about all it was. <laughs> There's a few more. I'd be keen on trying some of the brouhaha stuff. Yeah. They seem to do a lot of little kettle sours. Yeah, and they sort of seem well-liked. Um, again, Queensland Brewery. So, you know. Yeah, South East Queensland. Good support there. Um, anything else as we move I on? I think that's a relatively straightforward. Yeah. There's a few little interesting ones. but I like, was also slightly interested to see Bling sneak in there. You know, I was happy for my Victorian thing at yeah, that point. Yeah. It's sort of, it was a good-looking good start for a lot of things. Um, so 90 to 81. Um Again, going from 90 to 81, uh, Moondog's Beer Can, Young Henry's Stayer, Nails VPA, Hop Nation's Dream Feed, Black Hop's Caribbean Haze, Beer Farm's Assam Bois Goza, Burley Big Head, Capital Evil Eye Red IPA, Stone and Wood Sticky Nectar, and Hemingway Seventh Heaven Tropical Ale at 81. Um, so the interesting thing there, I guess, you get two hoppy lagers to start and there's Three lagers there. Um, yep. Yep, three lagers in that lot. Um, and it's, it's, I don't know, relatively interesting. Um, I but can't believe that Big Head contis- consistently makes the uh, the 100. I think Big Head is the one that people who vote for, you know, XBA and they only have a few beers they chuck on there because they know it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's has, like, I think it's... It has a place. has a place in the scene. Like, it's not necessarily, I don't think it's a good lager. I don't really like it's a beer. But, you know, the fact that it's zero-carb thing, it's like. Is it also gluten-free or is it just zero-carb? I don't actually know. I don't think it's yeah. gluten-free. Okay. Um, but I think it may be gluten-free juice. Yeah, something like yeah. that. 
But it's definitely, it's got like, it's cool to see. At least that's like, you know, a smaller brewery doing something like that rather than just one of the big ones. Yeah. Some Han Van. It's also got a, quite a big market share in Victoria for that in that category. Yeah, yeah. Like far more people buy it than they should. Well, it's, it's not a cheap beer either. No. Um, beer farms are some bar. That's cool to say it's yeah. Um That was a Gab's beer, I'd have to assume. No. No? No, no. Ah, there you go. Um, that is even more interesting. Than... Yeah. Um, the um... BPA is a fantastic beer. And it's good yeah, to see I was now about to say that. Um, Hop Nation's Dream Feed, it's good yeah. to see that get in there. Yeah, good to see Hop Nation get something in there. That isn't Jedi Juice, yeah. yeah. Um, i got to say, my, I was worried for my Marine Dog call when Beer Cam was here. I was, that you thought, thought that was your boy? It'd have to be top 50 to make that um, sort of have any hope of coming off. And so that sort of, as soon as I saw that, I was like, misread it a little bit. Apologies for technical issues. We had a few microphone problems, but should all be cleared up now. I mean, if we just kept recording with the with the other one, no one would probably would have noticed. But we thought we, we should once we notice, we probably yeah. have to stop and fix it up. <laughs> anyway, back to the eighties. Um, there is a few other interesting ones in there. Um, yeah, I'm interested that the sticky nectar got in from Sonamwood. That was one of those counterculture releases. That did seem a lot of people were. Really trying to find that. Uh, yeah. Like I, when I saw it on there, I'm like, that actually was pretty hyped. Um, yeah. And like, there were. It's too early in the year though. Like that's to, true. Yeah. And and as they're all one offs, like I, I'm surprised it got in there. Yeah, that's it. Just shows you Stonewood's reach, I guess. Well, yeah, compared to someone like Range or Mr. Banks. Yeah, you know, do. who do similar. Based, well, the same as the counterculture thing, just without the distribution. Just all year, yeah. <laughs> And the other one's Hemingway's getting the uh, Bruce News boost. Yeah, so they, they had an interview, did they? That's where they recorded this year. <laughs> oh, okay. Because they've recorded at Bolter the last two years when they've won. That's they good leave though, Bolter, yeah. Bolter don't win. And, uh, Hemingway's got on there because they're not, not, not a big brewery. They um, made it last year. They were in the 30s last year with a, um, with a Pilsner, I think. They must have some sort of following there then. Oh, it's, it's big. Like, oh. it's really big up in I don't think I've had anything of theirs before, to be honest. I think they're starting to try and get distribution, canning stuff. I'll have to... It's one of those... There's a few on here, but there's one I would, one of those I'd have to want to try to seek out. Tr- track down. Yeah. Um, so, 80 to 71. Um, got Brick Lane's Red Hoppy Ale at 80. Your mate's Macca at 79. Capital's Big Drop Double IPA at 78. Bondi's Bondi Draft... Bondo Brewings, Bondo Draft, I should say. <laughs> Green Beacons, Wayfarer, Ten Toes Lager, Bridge Roads, Beachy XBA, Bentspoke Howes at Gozen, Thirsty Crows Vanilla Milk Stout somehow, <laughs> and Young Henry's IPA. I guess the one that sticks out is Thirsty Crow because it's ten, always there. Ten years ten in a row, I think. Row, yeah. I think it's 2010. I reckon I've had it once and it's pretty nice. That's so good. I, love, just, I, I genuinely love that beer. <laughs> I, I love that it gets in there every year. It's so good because they do, they have no distribution for all intents and purposes. Yeah, and they just really, it's good value that it keeps making in there. Um, How's It Goes and was interesting because that's pretty recent. That was like November, this summer yeah, at least. Yeah, it was this summer. I mean, that's a tropical gozer, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had it. Tastes like passiona. Yeah, good. Well, that's um, the way it's you nice. It's nice. So don't make it sour. Yeah. Beachy XPA, the rebrand obviously caught on pretty quick. Makes sense. Yeah. Just calling an XPA, you'll get a 20% uptake in sales. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Wayfarer down as well for Green Beacon. Yeah. 
Um, your mates, that's their first, isn't it? Second. I Second. Think, oh. I think they had their Porter Donny or something. Oh, yes. Snuck in right at the bottom. And the other one that's interesting, Brick Lane. Yeah, because they hadn't been in before, had they? No, and that's their first year. Already, yeah. They did make a bit of an impact this year. And they have really got into people who think they drink craft who don't drink craft. Yeah. Like, into their heads. But at least now they're drinking independent. Yeah, yeah. And very plain, you know, they make some cool stuff there. They make really good beer for other people. Yes, they do. Um, and they, they're obviously, you know, pretty good brewers. One I really want to try is Capitals one, because I haven't had a big beer from them. And I like their other stuff that I've had. So... What we've been talking about for the podcast, I think Capital should be one of the breweries on that list. Yeah, yeah, where we sort of have a look at a brewery a bit more in depth. Yeah, one that we don't really understand yeah. properly. Yeah, because Capital, yeah. Has... You don't see a lot of their stuff around. No, I see if, like, I see their, I can't remember what it's called, uh, Summit maybe, their session XBA. Yeah. And you see a few of their things yeah. here and there. But trail it's... Ale might be one. Yeah, yeah, Trail Ale's around. Um,. Apart from that, not a lot stands out. Uh, ten more lagers again. That's more probably Queensland. Yeah, more Queensland, more lagers. Yeah. Um, but again, nothing. Well, Young Henry's though. Jeez. I haven't yeah. had that beer. I haven't but... had their IPA, yeah. I mean, not going to write it off <laughs> without trying it, but let's write it off without trying. That's probably fair. <laughs> um, so 70 to 61, uh, Fixation IPA, Stone and Wood The Gatherer, Brick Lane's Base Lager. Capitals Trail Palau, which we just discussed. Carambin Valley's Grape Bubblegum Sour. Wayward Raspberry Blennervice. Colonial IPA, Bolter Strong Palau, Young Henry's Motorcycle Oil, and Big Shed Boozy Fruit. Um, some cool beers in there. Yeah, really cool. I really like Boozy Fruit. Yeah. Um, I, trying to, I'm pretty sure I've had it. There's so many that it could be. And there's so many of those big shit. It's a big shit. Yeah. Fruity Nipa. Um, I, I, I'm glad to see Big Shed in there, regardless of whether I've had it or not. Um, motorcycle oil is probably the Young Henry's beer I like the most. Yep, that's quite um, nice. Yeah. It's good hoppy porter. Um, Colonial IPA, my tip for Biggest Riser. I mean, I was happy enough with that. I think I said at the time, like 37 spots at least. It, at least it didn't drop or anything. Um but Caramon Valley getting on there is a great little story. That's really cool, isn't um, it? Yeah. Because they are not a big brewery, to say the least. No. And that was their Gabs beer? Mm. Um, which, if it's next year, they probably wouldn't have a stall. Because they've cut the number of Gabs exhibitors yeah, right down. Interesting. And then, of course, Fixation, which would probably disappoint you, although it was higher than last year. It was. It's gone up 21. Yeah. Um, which is good to see. People finally voting for just the best solid IPA in the country. Yeah. Um, Stoneham with the Gatherer getting on there is interesting. Really cool. Change it a little bit. Yeah, but I, I mean, wonder if they're getting some people voting for the one from the year before. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, it doesn't have a year on there, but they do change the recipe slightly, so it's intriguing. Not even slightly, some years. Yeah, well, some. I mean, I'm trying to remember what it was. This is the big minty one, I think. Yeah, this was mint and watermelon, which I think it was the year before, but it was yeah. was definitely watermelon with some yeah. mint. The year before. And when it first came out, it was just a floral wheat beer. Yeah. Um, was, when it was first released, which was native 16? ingredient. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Native ingredients, like big seed, 500 ml bottle. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I guess it's still technically an American wheat, but it's gone through a lot of in- incarnations, and it's interesting they don't label which one they're talking about. Bolter Strong Pale suffering a fall. I was really confident here that my Bolter <laughs> thing was coming true. And, like, that's... I've that's seen, a big fall, 39 yeah, spots. Yeah. And I've seen less of that around. Um, 
quite quite a nice beer though. I really like it. Strong pale. Yeah. Um, perhaps slightly redundant in the line. Pro. You got to when you have like a little pale, an XPA, and an IPA. There's times where I would like an American style pale. Like that's, that's true. A bit maltier, but I'd probably buy Sierra Nevada. That's or, the thing. I'd or just buy actual, actual American. Or Gibbs Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's sort of a bit. It's a good beer. Um, I just don't. It sort of maybe shows in their range. It's possibly that something's got to go. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um, anything else from this? No, I think uh, the only other thing to mention would be Wayward getting. Uh, yeah. Sourpuss or whatever they call that now. Yeah, yeah. It's the same beer. Those cans look really good. Yeah, they do. Um, that's and um, they it's the nice little beer and only down one spot. For yeah, year, so and that's two two sours in that section. Yeah, and then we're just about done. <laughs> Okay, so 60 to 51, it sort of get some heavy hitters coming in here. Uh, Moondog's Splice of Heaven, the Pine Lime IPA, Mountain Goat's Goat, uh, Jetty Road Pale Ale, Modus Operandi's former tenant Red IPA, Young Henry's Natural Lager, Bent's Folk, Red Nut, Little Creatures Pale Ale, Capital Rock Hopper IPA, Tento's Happy Days IPA, and Feral Hop Hog. Quote, in quotes, pale ale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I think this is where the Moondog dream died for me. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, if, if Beer Can wasn't going to do it, it'd have to be this one. Yeah. Um, and this is the re-entry, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah. So this has been they out They canned for... it, though. Yeah. That, I think that was, that was kind of hopeful. So this was only in the year I did the count, the count through, which I think is 16, 15? Yeah, I remember it was a big deal. A while ago. Yeah. Um, the Jetty Road Pale is nice. Yeah. Um, it's good to see it still in there. I'm surprised to see it fall. I yeah. would have thought they were one that would push on, but maybe they're spending their money on the... Uh, new, in the little the Victoria news, factor. We're the talking. New South Melbourne brewery up Yeah. Because that'll be huge. Also, their, their range is more easy to find now, if you're there. Much easier. Beers. Yeah. Um, there's... I mean, the thing that stood out for these 10 is how many big hitters there are. Uh, you got Former Tenant. Yeah. You've got Little Creatures Power. Yeah. You've got Hot Hog. Yeah. Um, you've got Moondog. That, you know, Slice of Heaven was a big deal yeah. at one point in time. Mountain Goat. Yeah, and just a Mountain Goat beer in general. Um, this would be Goat's first appearance, I assume, because I'm pretty sure it only came out. I think so. Late 2018. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's it's an interesting 10. Um, I mean, Little Creatures is up and it's 54. Hop Hog's up and it's 51. I'm just showing you how much it's changed in the last few years. Two big red IPAs quite close together. Yeah, um, definitely my vote for the worst beer in the 100, Young Henry's Natural Lager. I hate which that Which is beer. a shocking beer. <laughs> um, and no, we're not against lager or anything. No, I, um, like, I, I would say I'm one of the bigger lager advocates. Yeah, definitely a proponent for it, but um, it's it's not a good beer. But, you know, to each their own. Um, they have picked the worst lager style in the Caleb. Tendo's, again. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Southeast Queensland strikes again. There's not really a heat song to say that hasn't really been said. Nice that Creatures is going up. That's yeah, about it. Yeah, it would be sad if Creatures wasn't on there. Yeah. It's one of those ones I think always deserves to be on there. So it'd be like seeing an American countdown without Sierra Nevada. Yeah, it'd be wouldn't, wrong. wouldn't feel right, yeah. Um, so on to 50 to 41? Yep. So it gets all pretty interesting from here. Um, yeah, this is where it was like... Things got a bit weird. Yeah, this was the first real head-scratching 10, this next lot. So I'll go through them from 50. Bolter, double IPA. Feral Imperial Biggie. Ten Toes Pipeline. Ballistic Oat XBA. Bondi Brewing Beach Beer. 
Heads of Noosa Japanese Lager, Dainton Blood Orange N-E-R-I-P-A. <laughs> I'm not going to pr- try to pronounce that. Nope. Cooper's Sparkling Ale, Brick Lane, One Love, Cooper's Session Ale. Yeah, I just... Here I was like, God, I'm definitely home on my Bolter call. <laughs> Double yeah. IPA down 44 spots to 50. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually... That was, that's a very, very, very good shout. Um, most of this is just... Really I, I was just so confused. So Imperial Biggie, that makes sense. Yeah. Biggie's very popular. Pipeline. Although Biggie last year didn't have... Biggie was the biggest riser, I'm pretty sure. This year? Yeah, yeah. it was. 90-something. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Imperial, that sort of signaled to me that, well, Biggie Juice is yeah. going to jump Neepers up. sort of became more into the general public consciousness. And I did contemplate Biggie Juice as my riser because... But I thought, oh, it's finished so low yeah, last year in yeah. the feral factor. And I think last year you thought it was going to do really well. Yeah. Because you and I both... I, I was, we, we were on that very on early. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ten Toes again. Again, um, South East Queensland. Pale Ale makes sense to be above IPA. That's... <laughs> Oaked XPA. I hate that beer. Like, I don't understand why you would oak an XPA. Yeah, or a Pale Ale, for that matter. Weird that people like it so much. Yeah. But, again... I wonder if they like the Ballistic brand and they said vote for that. Definitely, I think. Uh, Bondi Brewing is cool. Um, yeah. I've not had the beer. No, no. They never have the beer. I think they were Ben Buckler back in the day. Oh, I think yeah. this is a rebrand of that. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, same owners or something along those lines. Heads of Noosa again. Um, lager Brewery, Japanese yeah. Lager. That makes sense. Southeast Queensland. <laughs> yeah. That, we can just that tick that off. It makes sense. Dayton. Um, I'm not surprised to see Dayton on there. This beer, possibly. I don't understand how this beer has the love. Like, it's nice. But I wouldn't have thought it had the distribution. No, I just wonder if this is the beer they push. Like, Probably. Because they, when you release 400 million beers a year... They do some interesting marketing stuff, Dayton. You know, the um, they are the produ- they provide the beers for Taco Bell at the moment? Do they? Yeah, so the little Taco Bell rollout, the pop-up shops and stuff, that Dayton does the beers for them. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Which is just such Fascinating. a weird combination. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. That seems like a Brick Lane thing to be doing. Very much so. Um, and then, yeah, two Coopers... Yep. With uh, Brick Lane, One Love in the Middle, which is a perfectly acceptable entry-level paler. That's fine. That is um, that is what you want for a entry-level paler. Cooper's Sparkling, happy to see that in there. Cooper's Session dropped a bit. I couldn't believe it was in there last year. I thought yeah. that was one of the new ones. But me too. I wouldn't have thought it had been out for long enough last year. But um, Especially to finish 22nd last year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I didn't remember that. Yeah. Finishing that high. Same. Um, I think the cans helped Cooper's heaps. Oh, massively. Probably. Yeah. Massively. Um, and they look so good. And Their beers are just designed to be in cans. Yeah. Well. And their, their beers are all pretty solid. Like, and you can't really get angry at seeing Cooper's in here. Um, sparkling's good. Yeah. Session's fine. Sparkling's good until you have too many sparklings. Yes. Also tends it's to be very easy because they're not expensive. <laughs> um, so on to the next ten... Um, your mates, definitely mates with this countdown in the end. Number 40 with Sally, uh, Stumping Ground, Gipps Street Pale Ale, Colonial Southwest Sour, which is our final sour, I think. I think so. Furthy, 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 Furthy. Um, Grifter Pale, Moondog, Old Mate, Grifter, Serpent's Kiss, Black Ops, Super Hornet, James Squire, 150 Lashes, and Capital Coast Ale. Um, Coast Ale, that's the other capital. Yeah, that, that's around. Um, 
So, a few interesting innings here. Two Grifter stands out. Yep. Moondog Old Mate, I was hoping would get into sort of the top 20. Kind Which of I think could be our Victorian thing. Yeah. It did go up 20. Um, did it? Yeah. Oh, well, again, cans and... Uh, yeah, and it's a per- pretty nice beer. Um, Furfy dropped a bit, but not that much. Yet, interestingly, 150 Lashes went up mm. by the same that Furfy went down. That's... Um, yeah, can't cut off all the serpent's heads. Um, Southwest Sour. So, yeah, as we mentioned, our last sour. Is Serpent's Kiss a sour? It's definitely got watermelon in it. Isn't it a watermelon pilsner? Wheat? Uh, pilsner. That I'm could be pretty right. sure we had it at Mr. West, and we thought it was really weird. That, um, that very vaguely rings a bell. But yeah. Most things at Mr. West do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Stomping Ground, of course, is in here. Um, was this the only Stomping Ground beer? Yeah. Yeah. And so this is their first year in. So my theory is that people just didn't know they could vote for them. I think so. Um, and in in looking at that, 39 is a perfectly good debut. Yeah. Um, and I expect it to go up. And I expect... I would be shocked if one of the Smashers didn't make it next year. Um, I, think the, I think the issue with them is that they just... They bastardise each other. Yes. Um, I think... You'd think Watermelon would be the one, but then Passion Fruit seems really popular. Yeah. It won't be Guava. It won't be Guava. But there will be enough... Vote. Guava's delicious. But yeah. <laughs> but there'll be enough vote-stealing by Guava, guava that, that, be a that knocks off one yeah. of the other two. Exactly. It's a real sort of, you know, um, Dane Beams and that old Collingwood midfield kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> taking votes off Swan and Pendlebury. <laughs> oh, Not quite good enough to win it himself. But, but yeah. yeah, good enough to stop someone yeah. else winning it. <laughs> Um, the other things that are interesting for me are the two Southeast Queensland IPAs again, mm. <laughs> and that just both you know I haven't had Sally, but Super Hornet's great. Uh, Super Super Hornet's awesome. I've got no issue with that being there. And honestly, I don't have much issue with any of these beers. The ones I can't remember Coast Ale well enough. Um, no, this is like an okay ten. This is this looks like a hot. Hot as 110. Yeah. Two Grifter is the only strange thing so close together. And I Anyone not... who complains about Furphy and 150 Lashes being here, you're going to be disappointed later. <laughs> keep in mind, the only people that complain about Furphy are Uber drivers in Geelong. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think just the whole argument of it being too crafty or not crafty enough is just, yeah. It is what it is, and it's always going to be on here. You might as well get used to it. Anyone who can't understand what a popularity contest is. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the number exactly. one. Exactly. Um, 20 to 30, or I should say 30 to 21, because we're going in that order. Um, so number 30, Bent Spoke Sprocket. Uh, 29, Colonial Pale Ale, Modus Operandi, Sonic Prayer. Four Pines Pale Ale, Bolter Hazy DC, Bolter Daisy, Four Pines Pacific Ale, Stone and Wood Cloud Catcher, Black Hops Hornet, and Filter XPA. We're in mixed feelings for you. Good to see Filter XPA there, but the double Bolter might have done. Yeah, I was thrown here. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was shocked that I was like thinking if these two make it, then Hazy has to make it, and that means Bolter's going to have a big year. Have a Big year. Um, and that proved it true to be true, but I was shocked to see those two back-to-back. I was shocked they got in all. So was I, especially um, the Daisy. That was like a 9%. Well, even the Hazy DC, though, because the regular, that wasn't out for that long. Like, with and there Hazy. wasn't much of it. Yeah. Um, which is just fascinating that that got in. I wonder if people voted for the name. Yeah, or they just... Voted for the, Bolter beers and then picked Hazy was meant to win and they just voted for the wrong one. Yeah, something like that. 
Um, so there's a few others near Four Pine Pacific, big entry. You'd have to assume the sports venue presence has something to do with that. That would be my guess. Um, Cloudcatcher, I didn't realise, was that popular. Neither. Um, it's nice. I like yeah. Cloudcatcher. You can never find it, though. No. That's the thing. If it was... Apparently it's in Cairns. And, oh, that's, yeah. that's exciting. But Hopefully we can find some. Um, yeah. um, Colonial Parallels, good parallel. Sonic Prayer is a fantastic IPA. It yep. always has been. Um, Four Pines Pale... Not great for my call. Um, interesting that Four Pines had a minor resurgence. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? Don't know what to make of it at all. Really. Uh, I think that we're moving past the sale. People yeah. are less annoyed about the sale and just talking about what they drink. I still don't think the beers are that good. <laughs> I had a really nice Four Pines pale the other day at Welcome to Brunswick, which is like where they're putting their brewery. Yeah. Okay. It, um, it was really, it was really fresh. Um, it was actually quite nice. Yeah. Cool. And filter XBA. Solid. Good beer. Really solid beer. All of Filter's beers are very solid. I think they're opening their tap room next year. Filter, the new Hawkers. With Hawkers mm. not being as prevalent now. I feel like they're both very similar natures. They do basic stuff really well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, interesting. Um, I haven't thought about that, but yes. I haven't seen a lot of Hawkers this year. There's nothing on the, in the 100. Yeah, and that makes sense. But they've done their full rebrand and stuff. And yeah, well, they'll be back with the Vengeance. Especially now that... Uh, I'm not sure if they will, but Ma- I think that's part of the... Mason Marzen. He's a citizen, Australian citizen. Yeah. So he'll, uh, they'll, they'll be back in, in some sort of vengeance. Maybe... Um, I think they don't focus at all on the Hottest 100. Oh, yeah. I think they're just like, we make good beer. Wouldn't be surprised if Henty Street, Rover stuff got in. Nah, Henty yeah. Street is going to dance in first choice. Oh, really? This year, yeah. Oh, that's so huge. That will be interesting to see how that's received. Nah, one of those will get in. Yeah. Um, so 20 to 11, it's at business end. Uh, Bolter, Captain Sensible. Yeah. Cooper's Original Pale Ale, Capital's Hang Loose Juice. Vents Boat, Cluster 8. Cooper's XPA, Gage Road, Single Fin, Black Hops Pale Ale, Burley Twisted Palm, Vents Boat, Barley Griffin, Bolter IPA. Now let's just ask one question. Which of these is the weirdest to you? There's a lot of weird ones in here. There's a lot of weird ones. I'm going to go with Twisted Palm. Me too, because I didn't know that beer was still existing. Neither did I. And and it's not. 13 is crazy. It's not that great. No. But it's... that's not really the problem. It's just a visibility thing. It shows how the Queensland president... The South East Queensland thing does. Massive. Um, Other ones that surprised me in that XPA being above Original Pale for Coopers. Yeah, I mean it is the new one, but it's not. It's no. It's like a decent enough beer, but that's that's surprising. I just don't understand why it's above it. Um, it's new. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's fair. Um, so there's a few. Yeah, there's a couple of beers that we're not super keen on. Capital Hang Loose Juice. Never had it. I'm sure it's good. I would really like to try that. Yeah, that so would I. Okay. Cluster Eight. I remember as I'm soon as say... I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that was huge earlier this year. Yeah, I am going to say I think Cluster Eight's a little overrated. It's too um, big. Yeah, and it's just not a well-balanced beer, which is very unlike Ben's work, really. Um, Barley Griffin... And then it had that bigger one as well. So it clusters 12 yeah, or something. Yeah, that was, yeah. And, like, I don't mind the idea. I just, yeah. Um, Barley Griffin has always been one of those beers, if it's not, like... It's a little perplexing. Within a week old, it's yeah, it's a bit loses off. all its flavour. Um, Black Ops Pale, great beer. Yep. Um, single Fin's always there. Not really much. Went point. down, at least. <laughs> yeah. Just a very boring beer. Um... Bolter IPA, that's not a big fall. It's also Bolter's worst beer that's not their that's, new lager. That's what I think. Clear. I don't understand who likes this beer, but that's fine. 
Yeah, <laughs> I would much rather drink the strong pale. Or yeah, like absolutely. The hazy or yeah, it's the beer of theirs I would least want to drink because I don't like the lager that much. But it's way more applications for. I really, I liked the pilsner. The lager is yes, just very yeah, average. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't know. Is there anything else from that group? I I'm mean, not- Captain Sensible. I'm really happy to see there. I almost voted for that. Probably would have if they hadn't sold it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's interesting. I really like it as a mid. I think it's probably the best mid going around yeah. that is produced in numbers that makes it possible that you can get, get some yeah because you, you know there's some mids that like we really like that you just don't Can't really find see it. yeah um oh, let's just do the top 10 should we do do you want to just do them one at a time let's do them one at a time yeah. like we do on the countdown yeah we'll keep it nice and brief yes yeah just like we have so far cough cough um number 10 hot nation Jedi juice so I almost put this in my top 5 um, this will be the last time we see it under this name, probably in the countdown. Well, they've they've said that on their Instagram. Are they ditching the name? Yes, as well. Oh well, they just said you won't see it in this form. Okay, so interesting. Yeah, so I assume this will be, but it's not really going to be different. It's going to be the same beer. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it impacts its placing, though. I think it'll destroy its placing. Yeah, me too. But I hope not because Hot Nation. It's a fantastic NAIPN. And they're launching the new brewery and all that stuff, so we're going to have sour. Hop Nation, which I think is going to be the old one. Yeah. And then yeah. Clean Hop Nation, that's the other what one. I was told by the rep. And that's that, going to be side fermentation. F- that's that'll be. be fun. Yeah. It'll be great because uh, we can still go to the up, old one and we'll have even more fun. And we're going to end up in Footscray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always ends well. But number nine is Kaiju Crush, which no matter how many times I see it on here, I'm really stoked to see it on here. This was in my top five as a prediction. Yeah. At number four. Um, I'm just always really happy. Kaiju, it's basically like means they can keep doing weird stuff on the side. Yeah. Like we sort of said on the day, I wonder how they feel about 80% of their production being I think it's Kaiju. close to 90. Yeah. It's absurd. And like, the, you know, most a lot of the other stuff would be Golden Axe Cider. Yeah. Because um, uh, they originally, I vaguely remember not long after they started and they had to change Kaiju, you know, after all that yeah, sort yeah. of crap, that they were never going to brew a beer under 7.5%. <laughs> And they now, like, well. 80 to 90% of their productions is I'm glad that, half percent. I'm glad they don't, though, because they even their smaller stuff's interesting. Yeah, they're good. Like, their, their new pills is nice, that little range, the mutation. Yeah, those thing. little 3% Like, sours and hoppy beers, yeah. they're fun. Um, and, you know, they still, it's not like they've got rid of... The good stuff. Yeah. They're still Aftermath's there. still around. Uh, um, is that a good thing, though? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good on them. They're not a big brewery. Like, no, they're, they're get, getting bigger. Yeah. And it's mostly thanks to this, but it's a really good pale yeah. too. We should say that, that it is a really good beer. It's easy to forget. Well, I drink it. That's one of the very few beers that I ever buy by the slab. Yeah. It is a And that should be beer. enough of a ringing endorsement for... Yeah. I mean, because there's, there's count them in one hand. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's not many. I'm trying to think. Hawker's West Coast IPA and uh, Burnley Vienna Lager and yeah. Crush. Yeah. And Hawker's Lager. I often buy, I buy Hawker's Lager occasionally for something... And I brought something. I brought something else the other day. I don't remember what it was now. Yeah, good. Get yeah. You. So there's not many. Is no. what we're getting at. If we can't, think we can stop it. Go all. through my untapped. Tell me yeah. what I drank a lot of. <laughs> um, so number eight, Bolter Hazy, and this was as we alluded to before when we saw Daisy. And yeah, DC. this had to be there. Yeah, and this is pretty good in the IPA. I liked it. It's like, I think it's. They also did well getting not 
producing so much that they could sell through it and yeah yeah now they it was well it was all managed well so everyone got fresh beer there was not stuff sitting on the shelf and it getting crap yeah and it's not like mind-blowing but it's a very well made hazy and yeah no well problem with being on there reflective of the year yeah well priced um for a big can and so on um and then i guess it makes it even more surprising that number seven is biggie juice by feral because that's a up from number 100 last year yeah. what a rise from feral yeah this is a really good beer, though. We've always liked Biggie Juice. And yep. it did come out in Kansas here, which is the right format. Yep. Um, like almost everything on this list. Yeah. It's available so in should, Kansas. Yeah, since say 93. 93 yeah. are available in Cairns in one form or another. Which is the highest ever, and I assume that. It's only going up. I think 2013's countdown, so six years ago, um, was the first time that a canned beer appeared in the Hottest 100. Wow. And now we have 93. It's amazing. Um, Including probably a couple of keg-only things on here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I'm yeah. like wondering if they're all other ones are all in bottles or not. Um, one that has gone into cans, which has been a long time coming, is number six, which is Bridge Road's Beechworth Paler. Yep. Always good to see it here. Surprise, it wasn't top five. Yep. I think, uh, considering how badly my New Eng- my northeast Victorian brewery thing went, I wonder if the fires hurt them yeah maybe they couldn't do it the local or the locals didn't vote yeah yeah true the way um, they would normally would i do remember on the day we were very much what is going to be in the top five then because we could pick the other four yeah we knew what the other we knew from where we were that what the other four were and but you know we didn't like quite have all the results handy so we couldn't quite remember that your mates larry was number 13 last year and is somehow top five which is just seems remarkable I, I don't understand, but... <laughs> it's a good a time as any to sort of talk about how the marketing kind of affects everything because they pushed really hard. They had this big banner big banner ad going around, Vote for Larry. Yep. Um, pretty, like, eye-catching. Yep. And they were really pushing hard. It wasn't even... I mean, so many other other beers got in there. But this was the one they were pushing. Um, so there's no denying they have a strong following because of the other stuff, but it's like this has been strongly advertised and pushed... Um, just interesting, like you can't South offer. Queensland again. Yeah, you can't offer people stuff directly, but there's nothing stopping you spending heaps of money on it. They may not spend heaps of money, but you know, there's not nothing stopping you pushing a strong advertising campaign. Yeah, which I think we saw a lot more of this year, in uh, as opposed to previous years where it was vote for our beers. Yeah, this year it was very much vote one, Larry. Yeah, yeah, and this was really yeah, and it's it's definitely a success for them. And again, this kind of is. Shows you the reach of South. Now, this is really when Southeast Queensland's countdown, and this is really and, the best. And they've massively increased their production, and they're going into cans and stuff. And yeah, and I still haven't tried it. Yeah, we're going to try it this year. <laughs> we're going to work out what's going on. Um, number four, Young Henry's Newtown. Yeah, also beer you had for the first time last year. I think I've had one before. <laughs> before untapped. Ah, yeah. oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's um. What do you say? Yeah. Look, probably best to say. Not a lot. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. They've got a following. Yeah. Uh, number three, Ben's Fake Crankshaft, which I had at number one, but that was possibly wishful thinking. Um, yeah. But great beer. I think in hindsight, we know what... that It's just the sheer number... The vote differential between the top two, and that must be... Yeah. Than we, Still... Bigger than we Top thought. three again. Yeah. Great, great for them. A ripping beer. Yeah. Good to see... Because you look at the top... Five of the top six are pale ales. Yep. And this is a straight IPA. Not yep. a hazy or anything, just an IPA. Really good one. Yep. 
It, it's a great beer. Yeah, it is. I don't drink anywhere near enough of it. I bought a four pack the other day just to sort of celebrate the countdown. Yeah. It's still really good. Yeah. Good. Um, number two, <laughs> Volta XPA. What a win for independent craft beer. Yeah. So this was... It's funny because as much as you can talk about, oh, Volta really didn't suffer, you know, like they got eight beers in most ever and stuff, but it's like, XPA didn't finish number one. And I yeah. think that says probably a lot more than... Yeah. It's probably the other stuff might not be felt for a while, if at all, but the XPA dropping from number one is a big thing because it's far and away still the most popular kind of crafty beer. This is a something. It's a show of confidence in independence, I think. I think so. But I think there's enough here because there's not, not like Pacifica. Pacifica went to Cairns, I guess you could say, but that was more, that was late 2018, I reckon. I don't think that Pacifica going to Cairns entices those people. On the edge. Yeah, no. Like the new voters to vote for Pacific. means I might drink it occasionally more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I think it's Bolter XVA losing votes as opposed to Pacific Ale gaining a I think so. Um, and yeah, Pacific Ale won. <laughs> Which is great. Yes, that is. And, I mean, there's a lot of... You sort of get a lot of those um, people new to craft who perhaps have slightly inflated heads saying that not a good beer, not deserving, and it's just... And people don't understand. Oh, shut up, idiots. Yeah, where, where does that beer fit in... Uh, where that beer fits? Yeah, it, it's it's just a complete and utter misunderstanding of the whole... Everything. The countdown, the scene. It's, it's such a simple formula. How widely is it distributed? How consistent is the beer? Yeah. And how much hype is it? That's the third sort of yeah. factor. Which gets you things like Boulder Hazy in there. Yeah, and then you get to how good slash influential is it, and that's why Sonam would... Because Pacific Ale is still a fantastic beer, and you, when you look at every Australian pale ale that's not trying to be American, it's everyone's still trying to make, make Pacific, Pacific Ale. Ale. Well, even in the States now, they're trying to make Pacific Ale. Yeah, I mean, it's there's something about using a bit of wheat in your base and having mostly galaxy... Lighten, lighten your body. And yeah, um, and... Yeah, Persona Wood is still a thing. I mean, even Bolter XPO owes a great debt to... Oh, massive. Yeah. Massive. To Pacific Ale. Um, People wouldn't understand XBA if Pacific Ale hadn't been there 10 years earlier. Very much so. I totally agree. And yeah, deserving win. I was really stoked to see a win. Um, not so much because I wasn't I wasn't like rooting for Bolter to lose necessarily, but I'm happier to see Pacific Ale win uh, than Bolter winning after selling. And it's not even like a... It is sort of a common independence, but it's also just, it's nice to see that we're not forgetting... The classics? Yeah, totally where we came from. And it was a good year for the classics. Yeah, it was. Apart from Pirate <laughs> Almost all of them have gone up. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, Cooper's had a big year. Yep. It's it's, it's good to see. Cooper's is best year since 2009. Yeah, and that, the, the cans, as we said. It has great. to be cans. Yeah. But, you know, it shows, and hopefully they're taking notes and being like, okay. Okay, this Cooper's is have been have approached this really intelligently. With Session Ale coming out, that mm. was testing the waters. XPA is a more direct approach into it. Yes. Um, the cans... And clearly a popular one. Yep. And they've done really well. And it's worth mentioning that uh, Stout was 130-ish. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And so put that in cans, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> put Vintage Ale and Stout in oh, cans. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just go all Just that. go for it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so any any overall thoughts on the 
Lots. <laughs> it is a bit like that, isn't it? Just take a break. Yeah, I think so. Formulate. Some quick thoughts. You sort of um, had some thoughts in the other lists going around, which credit to uh, Crafty Pint put all those together. Yeah, yeah, they chucked up. I, I think Gabs might do it when Crafty mm. releases them or. Any, either way, they were good. Anyway, they're really good. interesting. Um, a lot of. There, there's the usual chat on Facebook that we've covered off yep. briefly. You know, people are idiots and don't understand how popularity contest works and that other people have different taste buds to them. There's weird sort of gatekeeping going on that's weird sort of, yeah it's um i don't know it's, it should be very welcoming and it should be good that people everyone likes voted for a good beer and a good beer got number one that's sort of that instead it's like yeah. pacific hours crap which is just wrong well, it's objectively not true <laughs> i think the dumbest comment though i saw was about the only list i look at is the indie beer list yeah which seems like just putting on the blinkers and hearing what you want to hear Basically, you if you look at the indie beer list, you have uh, 85 of the first 100 beers and then 15 other beers. Yeah. Which, so it's not even that different. And then all it does is actually not give you a proper snapshot of the scene and the ownership. And Pacific the 15- Owl still wins. <laughs> yeah. And we should also say that the ownership thing, the 15 you miss out are all Asahi beers, assuming the CUB takeover goes through. Yeah. And I think I think there's two lines yeah, as well. Yeah. But, but basically, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, if if um if that Asahi get, deal goes through, they get CUB takeover. Yeah, they get Pirate Life and uh, Four Fines and, and all, Fat Yak, all the ones that did well. <laughs> There's fat, no Fat, fat Yak, yeah, this year. no go. Yak Ales. Wow, what what a what How a the society. Um, they also get Pirate Life, who also didn't make the hundred. That that's my point. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, when there's a new beer list, which is clearly the one that someone who's that much of a defender of crafts is the one that should be talking about. So that's, that's the, I would be much more interested to see that list voted on as heavily because it's the big, they put on the same day as the Triple J thing. They're clearly creating a, you know, yeah, a side by side thing there, but Triple J only does songs from the last year and it's sort of, you could argue, oh, there's not enough good releases of beer and I would say that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Um, you could do a legacy list once every five years or so. I know it's still somewhat in its infancy, hottest 100 Triple J has been around for a lot longer. I'll be interested to see if the new owner wants to move more towards the new beer list rather than the... I'd be really interested in reading that new list. Um, it's good. Although I guess you would... Your votes would change. Like, mm. I think none of my votes would have counted on the new list. I think one of mine would have... Two. Two of mine would have. Yeah, um, but... Co-conspirator is... Should we actually say our votes? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Um, Do I remember them? That That's always the question. Um, did you want to do yours first? Yeah, I'll kick off with mine. Yeah. Um, so I voted for Fixation IPA. Yep. I voted for Boat Rockers Stern and Donker. Yep. Voted for La Serene's Straight Saison. Yep. I voted for Modus Operandi Former Tenant. And I did gave one to Mr. Banks The Drop, the first one. Yep. That's... A good five. And you got two in there? Two? Yep. Which is, yeah. That's not a bad result. Yeah. For like... Ah, so the drop would have counted. I would have had one that counted this year. Ah, there you go. Uh, so I did 
Boat Rocker, Miss Pinky, Wildflower Gold, Fixation 86, Co-Conspirators Editor, and Deeds Survivor Type. Should have voted for the 86. God, that was good beer. Yeah. I, I was sort of hoping there'd be a bit of a rally for that because it's Year of the Hazy and all that. But um, I think the editor was just about... Not 100% sure, but it would have been borderline 2019. Um, survivor Type definitely was. Yeah. Um, 86, depends how you count it. Nah, I think it was... It's sort of like a thing can. Yeah, release. the canned release was definitely this year. Um, or 2019. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our lists, I guess... Got a couple we thought we might make it in a couple, which we definitely thought. Ah, uh, yeah, Sterling Dunker was definitely definitely in top there. ten. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be a countdown. I'd be interested in seeing. Maybe the Kiwi countdown equivalent. It's a bit. It's better. Yeah. Um. I mean, if they can get eight wide age cells, and there's a chance for Sterling Dunker with weird fruit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would like to see a new beer list properly done. I think I'd be really interested in seeing that. Maybe when it grows down the line, that's how it will shape out. Yeah. Because um, at the moment, I do understand, the criticism I do kind of get is the top ten's always the same. Um, and it is pretty it, similar. Yeah. Because but it's interesting seeing how different it is from like five years ago. It's also interesting seeing as more people vote that these mm. things are just being um, vindicated. You know, we get trends like hazies coming through and to a lesser extent sours on the way through. Yeah. But... Those beers that always make the top ten keep making the top ten for a reason. Yeah, and it's interesting. Um, it'll be like a sad day, but also not a sad day when, like, you know, Beechworth payoff doesn't make it. Doesn't get there. But that's probably would be a good thing for the scene overall. I think so. It's not like Beechworth Power needs to keep making the top ten to keep selling. I think we've got a pretty good that, that audience. That beer's going to sell and sell and sell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, look, it was a bit of a weird count, um, but... Not a bad one. It was strange. I was. I thought we were looking good on some of our loose predictions before. Yeah, I mean, the Pirate Life one was... I was pretty happy with that, but also kind of not super happy that they'd fallen so much. Well, that's, I think, a fault of their distribution now more than anything else, because those beers are just never fresh. And also, there's just so many now. They used to have such a tight range. Yeah. I remember every time they did a limited release, I mean, you were like, holy crap, they're doing a thing. Yeah. I remember when Mosaic and Stout came out, and they're not... Mosaic was so exciting. But they're not like mind-blowing styles or anything. No. It, it's an like they were doing crazy That was stuff. a single hop IPA. Yeah, and a stout. Yeah. Literally a stout. And they were exciting because they're like, wow, they haven't done Pirate that. Life don't do this. What yeah. Are, what are they doing? And now, they, I don't know how many they released. 20? Yeah. More? I, uh, there's a couple. Like the Asai and Passion Fruit was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, there was a Dark Sour, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can think of plenty of them, but I'm trying to think of ones that were actually popular. Mm. Not really many. That Northwest Pale they did was quite nice. Yeah, but then they Don't also did popular. they did like a tropical pale as well. Like they did so many little pales and they canned like everything. Yeah, um, and it's just yeah, killing their brand slowly. A little bit. Like I'm sure they still sell heaps. Apparently they, they probably sell more. <laughs> yeah, um, but you are you're slowly diluting the brand at some point. I actually had a really nice pale at the cricket. They actually, the, the normal beers are fine in the good, good condition. There's still nothing wrong with them. They've always yeah. been great for a reason. I still think a straight IPA is one of the best IPAs going it's around. Awesome. I just haven't seen it more than six months, like less than six months old. It's just, so, God old knows every, how long. It's just yeah. so old every time you see it. Yeah. And I guess that gets back to the problem. It is interesting that it's been reflected this heavily in the countdown. I would have never thought none of their beers would have made it. No. Even making that prediction. I was thinking like a 20 place drop for everything. Like and Pale dropped to like 125 or something. Pale not making it all is just baffling. It's like, bizarre. Yeah. Um, 
And I really hope that is that people are looking at the dates on their cans and going, I'm not buying that pale ale, I'm going to buy that one. And if it's, if it's not, it's interesting. Maybe it's thought of as a bit of like old hat. Maybe. Know? It's not It's not an XBA, it's not a hazy. It's yeah, just it's just a, a pale. boring pale. But then it's not even like... I guess it's like, you could say there's a lot of boring pales make it, but um, something about Pirate Life, because they were one of the big early craft beers and people, yeah. Not even that early. But like early in a lot of the people who would be voting in yeah, this sort yeah, of yeah. thing. It's early in the modern era. Scene, yeah. The hot one, hottest 100 kind of era. Scene. Yeah. It's it's tricky to explain, but I, guess, I assume you know what I mean. Like, not like Beechworth Pale is old school, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like old school new craft. Yeah, which is not confusing at all. No. Um, um, then the only other thing that I've got is the... Um, it really just mirrored the trends that we've been saying were coming in the industry. Yeah. More hops. Yeah. You know, we got 12 hazies in. I reckon that you can probably call it 70, 75% of the beers are hop forward. Yeah. If not more. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have stuff like goat calling itself hoppy lager and stuff, you could say even more than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not counting that. No. But I look, refuse to count yeah. that. <laughs> um, cans, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Six years ago, we had our first two cans into the hottest 100. Now we have 93. Which is just great on so many levels. And then lagers. I think yeah. I've been saying for three years that craft lager was coming. Lots of other people have been saying that. Oh, honestly, it's the heads of Noosa have been a big help in that regard. Like, Yeah, that was crazy, wasn't and it? And then also just, yeah, Mountain Goat releasing a lager. Young Henry's got in there with a lager. There were quite a few in there. Yeah, so there's 11. Which and is... Bolter's lager didn't get in there. Yeah. Which, which is, is crazy. Yeah. I think they were 102. Yes, they were definitely close. Yeah. Um... I, I thought maybe for Pyrolife, Port Local might have squeezed in, if nothing else. So I like I Port Local. Everywhere. I think they call it different things. Like, I had one the other day just branded lager. Okay. And it, but it was Port Local. That's what it was. Unless it's a different thing. Like, Moondog have... Separate ones. Beer can and they have draft or just lager. Or <laughs> yeah, but they are actually quite different. Yes, they are quite different. Um, uh, this this was just Port Local. And Bodrigi also have pills and yeah, draft. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, it'll be interesting. It's sad to see no barrel-age stuff. It's nice when... Random yeah, no barrel-age stuff. Actually, quite a few breweries that missed that probably, mm. you know, we would have thought might get something in there. Boat Rocker had nothing in there. Yeah, I thought Miss Pinky would sneak in. Somewhere. Yeah, Miss Pinky's the one, I think. Because they're not hyped anymore, but God, they produce some good stuff. Um, uh, other Side, I thought, might have snuck something in. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a good one. Um there's definitely quite a few. There's heaps of around. Oh, people like Mornington? Uh, White Rabbit. White Rabbit. Yeah. Again, the Victorian sort of malaise, which we haven't really spoken about in depth, but just... Hawkers? Yeah. Yeah. I think just Victoria is spread thin and not as parochial and I, intense. I think we have too many small local breweries who have been... Who are taking votes off the ones that might otherwise get up. Yeah, and not in a good way like Queensland, where the small local breweries are often the ones that are winning. I don't think there's a really small Victorian brewer on there. Yeah, not that I can think of. They're all like, Hop Nation might be the smallest one to get a vote. And they're not not super small. Yeah, It's not a small brewery. Um, Because you've got Brick Lane. And they're not small. They're not small at all. You've got Mountain Goat which are not small. You've got Bridge, Bridge Road, Road. Are not small. Yeah. Um, I mean, there may be... Dainton, they're not small anymore. No, Dainton, a pretty big. Stomping Ground is not small. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty big, aren't they? Like yeah. There's, I could... If you count Colonial, Colonial's not small. 
No, and I think they counted as WA officially. Yeah. Um, Kaiji's actually Kaiji could be smaller. Yeah, uh, but they're not small. Not, no, they're not small. Small. This is nationwide dance yeah. stuff. It's fixations, not... you know, an arm of stone and woods. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, there's nothing there. They're all pretty big breweries. You look at the Queensland ones, and they're such a diverse sort of range, and they're all tiny. Um, like, th- like someone like Carnarvon Valley getting on there is pretty ridiculous. Amazing. Yeah. Great though. Jetty like, Road's not small, small, but massively financially backed. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say they're huge. They're probably one of the like the smaller ones. They're about to have two breweries though. Yeah, they won't be for long. Um, you just look at some of the other ones though, and there's just yeah, no real competition. Yeah. I mean, even some of the New South Wales ones. So, um, also, I guess one final thing I wanted to mention was Tasmania just being so far away from it. Apparently, Moobra was the highest, and they didn't even make the 200. Didn't make the 200. Um, which is, yeah. Not, there's something there's a lot of good beer in Tasmania. Especially because Moobra used to dominate yeah. counts. They used to get five, six beers in. I guess outside of them, I can't think of heaps. But They're all small. Yeah. Or making really esoteric, interesting stuff, like two metres tall, uh, Van Diemen's. Yeah. Seven Sheds. All those sort of guys. Yeah. And never going to be Hottest 100 breweries. No, but still. You the thought, Winston, that yeah. little brew pub. God, that black IPA was good. Probably win a couple of awards from us, but they're never going to get I, into the... I nearly put in my five. I, th- I think it wasn't on the list. It so wasn't. No, yeah, we, so we I talked about that. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I would have put it in just as... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that... I don't really have any further thoughts. That just about does me. I think we're about done. Yeah. Clear. Definitely a few things to try. Um, yeah, there's definitely beers that I'd like to have a look at. Your mates have to have a good look at them at some point. I just don't understand. So <laughs> we'll sort that one out. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening as always. Questions, comments. Tell tell Angus why Stone and Wood sucks at gus.norris7 at gmail.com. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be back in the future.